Hey Giants fans in the great state of New York, we have an offer from Caesars Sportsbook that you won't want to miss. New customers can get their first bet on Caesars all the way up to $1,250. All you have to do is use our code NYGINSIDERFULL at sign up. If you sign up with our code NYGINSIDERFULL, you will not only have your first bet insured, but you will also be directly supporting our podcast. So if you haven't signed up for Caesars Sportsbook, join with our code, which is all one word, NYG Insider Full and drop your first bet. This offer is only available to new customers who are 21 years of age or older and physically present in the state of New York. Please gamble responsibly. If you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. See podcast description for full terms. Thank you. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer and the heart of Giants Nation, Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. All right, folks. So, look, good news is the questions are fast and furious. So, you're, everybody's still engaged in Giants football. We love that. To be honest with you, over the last few years, um, you know, especially two years ago, three years ago, when we did question segments in the offseason, we'd get like 10 or 20. Uh, and mm-hmm. now we're almost up to 50 um, in a time when it's pretty dead other than OTAs. Right. But you know what, guys? Chris just came up with this. Um, Give him credit. Tonight on this podcast, we're going to talk about guys who really need to step up their game or get to the next level, I should say. Step up their game is not the right phrase. But get to the next level if the Giants are to make noise again and get into the playoffs. Because, look, we on paper, the Giants should improve. But until you get out on the field, you know, the other teams have improved as well. Um, but I think this is a good segue into the OTAs and then into your questions. So Chris, um, good job by you. This is a great topic. And I think, I think the, the listeners are going to love this. Um, right. So I will also. kick it over to you. Since okay, so I'll, I'll go first since you're going to kick it over to me. Yeah. Uh, so I was thinking about this this morning. Uh, excuse me. This after, actually, this afternoon. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's why I double bogeyed the 13th hole today because I was thinking about this. <laughs> well, one, one, of the, one of the questions, Chris, was your last five rounds and how you've done. But anyway, we'll get to oh, that later. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so I didn't see that. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I said, you know what? I think people like, you know, because the Giants, look, they made the playoffs this year and people were expecting playoff team this year. Yeah. Right? Yep. No question. I think people, you know, going into the season, as opposed to last year, nobody was expecting a playoff team. Mm-hmm. But now they're a nine-win team, and people are going to be expecting a playoff team this year. There's no question. Nobody's going to be like, oh, well, you know, we really need win team. No, everybody's going to, you know. So let's look at a couple of guys that <clears throat> me and you feel have to maybe take it to the next level mm-hmm. to get this team over the top into the playoffs again, and then anything could happen. And, you know, even compete for a division, you know, like we always talk about. You don't know what's going to happen, right? So... Um, so, all right, so Jerry, so I'm going to take, I'll, I'll run with it first. Um, the all important offensive line, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, to me, I think it's imperative that Evan Neal takes the next step in his game. Yep. That the Giants can't really afford to have another on and, you know, up and down type first season that Evan had as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of things went into last year. Uh, a, he's a rookie, okay? The big one, he went from left tackle to right tackle. Yep. Which is, you know, it's a it's a bigger move than people think. I think, I think well, what's the big deal? He went from one to, no, it's, you know, it's a shifting of, a, now, now you got to lean on a certain leg. It's mechanics, you got to blast. So, I really love what Evan's doing this offseason. He went to work with Willie Anderson, who I forgot his name last yeah, week. Right, right. He's been working with him, the, the, the four-time pro bowler, uh, played a lot of years in the NFL, very good tackle back in the day. And he's been working on technique. And, you know, Willie Anderson called Bobby Johnson, the Giants offensive line coach. He listen, I want to work on this and this and this. Do you mind? Right. And Bobby Johnson says, no. No, you run with it. You run with it. And, you know, we'll work on it. When he gets in here, we'll, we'll fine-tune. So he worked a lot of it on his stance, getting out of the stance, balance. You know, not 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 all his weights on one leg because he's on the right side. Hand placements and all that. So I like what Evan did, Jerry. I, you know, he wasn't just like, well, I'll work out on my own. Right. That I'll come in the offseason, you know, I'll come in the OTAs, and me and Bobby will get together, and we'll look at film. No, he, you know, he took the ball by the horns. He's like, no, I got to get better. I got to get better. I didn't like the year I had. I think he, I think he allowed five or six sacks. He, <clears throat> he allowed, like, the third or fourth most pressures in the league and all that. <clears throat> Did a lot of good things, especially in the run game. Right. Especially in the run game. 
Uh, but also did things where you look at it and go, okay, the kid's raw. He's got to, you know, he's got to improve. He's got to improve. No question in the past pro game, right? So to me, he can't have that up and down year this year. It has to be more steady. Right. It has to be better. Because a lot of the offensive line play is going uh, is going to be on his shoulders. But, you know, we know what Andrew could do. We're going to have a rookie center. <clears throat> but we can't have another tackle that's allowing a lot of pressures. Yep. What does allow a lot of pressures lead to? Well, it leads to turnovers. Daniel getting hit, right? Negative yardage. Rolling out when he doesn't want to. Rolling out, right. Getting out of the pocket when Daniel doesn't want him. Yep. Um, uh, second and fives turn into second and third and tens or third and elevens after a sack. Yep. Whatever it might be. So, to me, I think that's a big one. I think here, you know, and the Giants fan base and us and the media, I think we all expect Evans play to take that next level, you know? Um I know I do. I think um, I think I'm on board with saying I think you do too, Jerry. Yeah. Um, I think so. I think, that's part, one I think, of the guys. I think part of it is because of the improvement that Andrew Thomas showed as well. It, it yeah. I don't want to say it hurts Neil, but it's almost like we're kind of expecting the same thing from Neil because it's gone so well with Andrew Thomas. Right. And, and I don't want people to forget that Evan Neal missed time last year with an injury. Right. Okay. I think it was four games. He missed with an injury. And I saw Evan in the locker room, even after the injury, Jerry, he was never, he was not 100% either. He was still playing it, but that's part of the game, you know, playing injured and all that. Right. So he took the ball by the horns, like I said before, you know, he wants to get better. He worked with Willie Anderson, he's Bobby Johnson, he's in OTAs. But to me, Jerry, that's one of the big guys in my eyes. He's got to take it to the next level to, to kind of settle down this offensive line and take the next step up for Daniel. Yeah, you I mean, go. Yeah, because there's there's nothing behind him, right? There's no viable option really no. at right tackle behind him. No. Right? Like you could say, you can make the argument. Someone could say, well, Josh Azudu has to stay healthy and he has to get better. Well, yeah, but there's Ben Bredesen, right? Like he there's there's another option there that you can function with because you're playing next to Andrew Thomas and hopefully John Michael Schmitz comes as advertised. So look, my my first choice is, is was probably Evan Neal, but the second or one A is gonna be his draft mate in the first round. And it's Kayvon Thibodeau, right? Kayvon Thibodeau had good number, decent numbers last year. Mm-hmm. 27 tackles, four sacks, forced fumble. We all saw the touchdown. And he was injured early, right? Like, he didn't play till week three. But if they're to get to that next level, he's got to become an impact player. I think he was on his way to doing that. I think he became that. We all know this. <laughs> we all remember the sack he got in Indy, against Indy, mostly because of the celebration. But he, he needs to be that feared impact player along the defensive line he needs to be he needs to be what Aiden Hutchinson kind of became last year right now I was I love the pick I love that they got him at five but he's got to get to that next level you know in the pros it's like you always say in college right you you can beat a guy with speed or you can beat a guy with one move because you're better than everyone else in the pros you have to have multiple moves you got to be able to spin you got to be able to bull rush you got to be able to you know you have to be on top of the snap count like someone like OCU Manura who seemed to know the snap count better than anyone and he was the fastest defensive end Right. So for me, um, I'm looking at this defense, right? I see McKinney, you see Bobby Okereke. You know, those two are, are probably, you know, McKinney's a star. Okereke could be a star in this defense, but it's going to start up front. And Thibodeau has to be that, I hate to say it, because you know, but he's got to be that stray hand type of pass yeah, rusher. No. No, that's fair to say. He's got it. I mean, look, man, I'm sorry you yeah. played for the Giants, Kayvon, but this is the history. You know, Leonard Marshall, Lawrence Taylor, um, Andy Robustelli. I'll go back. You know, we've had pass rushers, so he's got to get to that next level if the Giants are going to make the playoffs and be, you know, have the success and build on last year. Yeah, and Jerry, let's face it. You know, that's what they drafted him for. Yep. They drafted him to drop the quarterback. Yeah. And he showed signs of that last year. I really liked the way he played the the run last year. Yes. And don't get me wrong, everybody. It's not like me and Jerry are down on Tim. It's just that we take guys that we feel just got to kick it up to the next level now. Yep. All right, so you know what, Jerry? I'm going to give you another guy speaking up front, and I'll leave you to Georgia Bulldog. You probably, you probably, I know he's on your list after that, but I, I'm going to give you another guy that I feel has to take it to the next level. Mm. That's Leonard Williams. Yeah, good one. All right, um, Leonard played well last year. Two years ago, he was really good. I thought he played well last year. Pretty good. Let's put it that way. Pretty good. I thought Dex was better, obviously, way better than Leo last year. Um, so to me. You know, you want that dynamic duo like Washington has, right? Uh, with two guys that could dominate. Same time, I would like to see Leo, which could very well be his last year as a Giant, and take that game. What did he have two years ago? Did he have 11 sacks, was it? Or did he have double-digit, if I remember He had right? double-digit. I think right. it was 11, I think. 
right, so I'm not asking necessarily, oh, give me another 11. No. But, you know, I want to see him get back up to that 7-8 number. Okay? And kind of dominate games that, you know, dominate games doing doing four quarters. I want to see him, hey, Leo's out there flying around. Yeah. You know, Leo's making an impact. Yeah, in 2020, he had 11 and a half. 2021, he had six and a half, but he had combined 81 tackles. And then last year, he had only two and a half. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that was 2020 at 11 Yeah, I know. I thought the same. I'm like, wow, that was, yeah. But he he followed up 2020 with a solid year of 2021 where he had six and a half and 81 tackles. He only had, only had 57 combined tackles in 2020 with the 11 and a half sacks. Go ahead. Right. So I I like to see him get back to that 2020 type year. Yeah. And not necessarily 11. I know you're asking for a lot and all that, but. Yeah, especially defensive tackle. That's tough. Yeah. Make more of an, make more of an impact. I, I, I think that, you know, him and Dex, and then you got Thibodeau. You know, I want to see Leo get back to that a little bit. I thought he was kind of quiet during, you know, parts of games last year, you know. You're like, all right, you know, was Leo, was, yeah, all right, Leo's, you know, whatever, you know, Leo. Yeah, uh, this disappeared a little bit, Chris. He did, yeah, especially I mean, with the year that Dexter had. You figure he wouldn't disappear, but he disappeared a bit. He did. Mm-hmm. I did you know, there was a couple of times, you know, watching games or yeah. being up at a booth, whatever it might be, saying – you know, Leo's quiet today. You know, Leo's quiet, you know? Yep. Um, so I like to see him get back. I, I like to see him take it, you know, to that next level and have and have those two dominating defensive linemen, you know? Yeah. Uh, I would like to see that out of Leo. See, we're, this is why this is awesome because we're picking guys in the trenches too, right? We, I mean, that's where the game's won, right? Our, 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 so far, our, you know, the fourth pick, spoiler alert, Chris said Georgia Bulldog. But it's guys that are on the front lines, right? And yeah. so to speak. And look, um, my other one is, or second one is Aziz Ojolari. Uh, and it's look, he he's got he's he's actually probably the best pure pass rusher. He's he's got better pass rush skills than Kayvon Thibodeau, but he's got to stay healthy. I mean, that that's number one, right? And he had eight sacks two years ago. He actually had five and a half sacks last yeah, year. Amazing. In yeah. the in the short time he played, I think he only played like eight games or six games. Something like that. Yeah. Six games. He had he had, he had he had five and a half sacks. That's that's you know, that's production from when you're playing. But look, he, he put on the muscle that always seems to, you know, lend itself to soft tissue injuries. He had a knee issue coming out of college, but you know that didn't that wasn't affecting him the year before as much. As the added muscle and then the, you know, the, the, the hamstrings or whatever, the quads that he was, whatever he was pulling. But that always seems to happen. But if you have Ojolari healthy and Kayvon Thibodeau can step it up, you know, look, everyone's talking about, everyone's like put out lists. And, and the list right now, the last, somebody put out something on Twitter. I don't know if it was Pro Football Talk or Focus or whatever. Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence as like the top interior. I'm telling you right now, dude. If those two can be healthy, that's an insane front line. It, it could be insane. Absolutely. With a ton of talent, a ton of pass rushing ability, and guys that set the edge. And then your third coming in, Jihad Ward, is a nice third to come in. <coughs> but Ojolari's got to stay healthy, dude. He has to. Because he's so productive when he's healthy. Oh, my there. God. You see it. You see the bend he has. That's something I've learned from you in Syverson. It's the bend he has. You watch the guy, and it's like, man, he can rush the passer. Dude, dude. Let's face it, the dude is productive for what he plays. Yep. Yeah. Last, last year is a prime example. He played about 18 snaps. He had five sacks. <laughs> yeah, like, you know right, when he's in, oh, there I'm he goes. Him sacking. No, right. But he, the, yeah. yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, okay. So, I'm in agreement with you, bro. You know, uh, Aziz, stay healthy. You know, and we need you, bro. We need you to take that. Year three, we need you to take it to that next level. Yeah. We need that bookend with Tibo. Because I think Tibo is going to have a really good year. I really do. Yeah. You know, we need that bookend. You have the inside guys that can push the pocket. Right. Right? Yeah. I'm going to give another guy now. Go ahead. I don't know if it's going to surprise you or not, but to me, he's going to be entering year four. He's going to be looking for a big contract. And he's going to get a contract. But I still want to see a little more. And that's Xavier McKinney. Wow. Okay? Nice. I still want to see. What do you mean, Chris? He's been pretty. Yeah. No, he's been good. Don't get me wrong, everybody. He's been good. But Jerry, he's not been all pro good. He's not been all pro good. Hmm. I want to see now in year four, and I know he had the injury, the freak accident last year, you know, you know, the first year he had, he's been kind of banged up too, right? In his three years here. Mm-hmm. So when he's been healthy, he's been a productive player. Don't get me wrong. 
He's been a very good player. Uh, but I like to see it. I like to see him, Jerry, take it to the next level uh, of being a all pro player. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, Jerry, and everybody else. If Xavier comes back, plays 17 games, and plays Xavier McKinney football, I'll take that. Right. I'll take that. But you get what I'm saying? Like, you know what? He's going to get a second contract here. Okay? We know that. But to be that dominating defense, let's get that back-end guy. Let's get that back-end guy. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. It, it's a good point because Giant mm-hmm. fans and fans of, of New York football, Jet fans as well, know him, and they'll say he's one of the best safeties in the league. I'll, I'll bet you a lot of teams outside of here don't know that, or they don't say that. He's uh, not the— they might, No, they're probably not saying that, Jerry. Right. Yeah. He's, not, he's not the Ed Reed or not the Troy Polamalu, like where it's like, oh, no, they're one and two. It's not that. So I, I, that's, a good, that's, a, that's a good one. That's a surprise one, but it's a good one. Because, you know, the 49ers last year, they drafted a kid, Huffnager, and the kid is a pro bowler, and he's all over the field. He reminded me of a little polymer with his yeah, hair. Yeah. And all I'm saying is, you know, he had the first year, Jerry, he doesn't start playing to what? Thanksgiving, whatever it was, right? Yeah. He's injured. He, goes, he doesn't come back to November. Year two, last year, he falls off the ATV. He has the freak yeah, right. accident. Doesn't come back to the end. Okay, so when he's been healthy, he's been a, a good player. A yeah. good player. But I want to see him... Because I feel he could, Jerry. Yes. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not asking, uh, you know, like if Julian Love was still on the team, Jerry, I wouldn't say, oh, Julian Love, I'd like to see him take it to an all pro. Because I know he's not an all pro safety. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big difference, bro. Yeah. But when I look at McKinney, I say, you know what? This is year four. Big contracts coming. They want to sign you. I don't think anybody's doubting that. But you know what? I want to see you take it to that all pro level. Yeah. That's fair. And because so now you got guys up front. You know, you got a Dory. The kid Banks is going to be on the other side of the corner. We'll get it to Deontay a little bit. The more I watch him, the more I'm in love with him. But the more, anyway, <laughs> we'll get it to Deontay. We got some young kids in the back end. But Jerry, you know, if you got that all pro hawk in the back, yeah, that's playing center field at times, or he's playing up in a box at times, or Wink's got him up in a box, and he's run stuffing, and you know, he's, he's up in that support position and all that stuff, dude. Yeah. And you got that all pro in the back end because all great defenses basically have had that all pro in the back end too. You know, um, I, I just think I'll, that's what I want to see Xavier. I want to see Xavier take it to where let him people – let if he doesn't make the all pro, well, first or second team, whatever it might be, I want people to say, what the hell? Z- McKinney should have made the second team all pro. Whatever yeah. might, You get what I'm saying? It's a good dude? one. And you want to mention so. in the same breath as like Dexter Lawrence, right? Like you say Dexter Lawrence and even opposing fans like, oh, it's the best, best defensive player on the Giants. Um, you want him at that level of play, you know, obviously yeah. it's safety, but he has the talent, right? And then, you know, like no you said, he's had a couple issues like the first year. He didn't play till after Thanksgiving. And then, you know, like you said, the, um, and then he got what, two interceptions in the Dallas game or whatever his first year. Yeah. Uh, and then last year he had the unfortunate accident off the field. So it's a good one. It's a surprising one, but it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, I'll go just, with- to cl- just to clarify, Jerry, yeah. well, you know, I'm not down Xavier no, McKinney. No, no, not at all. I just feel he could be an all-pro talent. Yeah. We're not down on any of these guys. These are guys that we right. like and want right. to get better. No, not, not at all, dude. You no know, way. I just feel he could be an all-pro talent. Yeah. And in year four, I want to see that all-pro talent. Yeah. I want to see coaches, players vote for him for the all-pro team. I'll give you one more. It's going to be a next level down, maybe two levels down. <clears throat> and it's a guy who just signed a contract. I want him to become a, a solid third receiver. And it's Darius Slayton. I just want him to be more consistent so that he's, it's not, oh, no, oh, no, please catch it. I just want him to be more consistent. It seems like he puts in the work. Um, but he's got it. If he can solidify the third receiver spot, the Giants will be in great shape because that means that, you know, um, that, that they're, just, they're even deeper than we thought. If Slayton can become the three and play really well, um, then Jalen Hyatt doesn't have to be ramped up as quickly if, you know, if, if the pro game's too much for him, which I don't, I'm not saying that. Uh, we'll, we'll get into the comments made about the stupid comments made about him maybe later in the podcast. Who, about Hyatt? Yeah. The, the, uh, oh, you got to remind me of this one. Oh, the one where you, I think you said, can we let him be a pro first? Oh, or, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll I mean, get into that. I mean, yeah, we'll get into on, that. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I'm just saying, if, if Darius Slayton can solidify like that third receiver spot, I'm not saying the slot receiver. He's not a slot receiver. But that third and just be a more consistent weapon for Jones in the offense and truly stretch the field. Uh, you know, with, with the likes of Paris Campbell, uh, Wandale coming back, Hyatt being drafted. I mean, 
it just makes the offense more dangerous than wherever the hell we line up Waller. Um, it's just going to make the offense, going to take the offense to the next level. So he would be my last guy that I would say, you know, needs to to step his game up. They, they showed some faith in him, giving him a two-year contract. I was surprised. I didn't know he was going to get one. So uh, I would just like to see him step up his game, take it to the next level. Yeah, because if he could, if he could get some consistency, he could be the number one on his team, Jerry. Think about it. Yeah. Think it's, about it. It's now, amazing. is he a true it's, number one? It's amazing, Chris, that a right. guy can go from one to five. Because when you look at this group of receivers, Jerry, right? <laughs> right, right? There's no true number one. No. So you look at a guy like this that could all of a sudden be consistent, step up. Right. He could be the number one. Right, right. So, yeah. So Darius, and dude... I know he's let us down in the past at times, Darius, right? But, let, you know, man, I, I, you remember last year, Jerry, early in the season, I was like, I wouldn't give up on Darius. Remember, I think I put it on Twitter. Yeah, watch Darius, he wasn't even remember? playing. He wasn't even playing. And I, and I started saying, watch Darius, remember? Yep. And it was something about, because I was out there watching the practice, and he started playing, and he, and he really, Jerry, I know this is probably going to bite me in the ass <laughs> um, at times. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, I just loving everything what Darius is doing. I know it's shorts, OTAs. I'm just loving everything what Darius is doing this offseason, bro. Yeah. I, I really am. Yeah, good. That I'm looking forward to training camp. You know, obviously he's got a resume. We know what Darius at times could be maddening, dropping balls, whatever yeah, it might be. Right. But um, I'm really looking forward. You know, it just seems like, Jerry, that him and Daniel are just so on the same page, bro. Yeah, yeah, sure. They're just so on the same page. He had another good OTA today. Yep. He had a good OTA uh, Monday. I'll be there Thursday. We'll check him out again some more, you know, and his other kids uh, and his other guy and the rest of the guy. But I'm just having a good feeling about Darius, good. bro. Yeah. I, I really am. He's a guy to root for, too, yeah. man. Oh, yeah, I love him. He didn't him. complain yeah, when he sat. Like, he just kind of right. put his head down and worked hard. So, Jerry, those are some of the guys. Unless you have another guy... Um, I don't. No. As far as guys that we like then, to then see I think taken. Then I think it's like reaching a bit. You know what I mean? I think that's right. a solid six that if they step up to the next level, the Giants are going to be fine. Right. I, I like to see those guys that we just talked about take the next step. Yeah. And get these, you know what I mean? And yeah. elevate this team and get this team a 10-win team, whatever it might be, or compete for the division. I, I, you know, I, I know people are going to think I'm nuts for saying that, but you know what? We'll see in September what happens. We know the Eagles are the best team and all, but we'll see. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Um, I'm not saying the Giants you know, are going to win. I'm just saying to compete for the division. Sure. They should be. To compete for the division. Hey, you have to, right? talk, about, you have to talk about it to make it happen. So, right. come on, man. So, compete for the division. Eagle. I mean, that's what Brian... Da- I can tell you this for a fact, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Brian Dable yeah. and Joe Shane's mission. Yep. If, if right now, trust me on this... The way they're talking is that we're gonna look, we're competing for this division. Good. Tell not like, oh, you know, not like, oh, we gotta get that one of those wild card spot. No, these guys feel they can win this division. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So, anybody else? I mean, I, that's I don't think there's anybody else. Jerry, as far no, as I mean, we, we, maybe maybe next one we can get into guys that if their roster spots are in jeopardy if they don't step it up. But no, as far as like, no, I mean, look, the the easy one is Daniel Jones has to get. You know, play uh, play as well with weapons now. I mean, that's stupid. So no, I, I think those are the ones that kind of stick out to you. Uh, Neil and it was funny. Neil and Thibodeau were like our one and two. So Jerry, quick question for you. Yeah, actually, Chris, you know what, Chris? Let's lead off with that after right. the break, guys. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back after this. You are listening to the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on. And we're back, folks. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris. Nobody beats the biz. Bizignano and Jerry Foley. All right, go. Go. So, quick question for you, Jerry. Yep. I was asked this today on a radio show. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty. It was a pretty interesting question. They're like, Chris, Daniel last year had 30, uh, 3,300 yards. What did he have, Jerry, last year? 30, uh, 30, I think it was 3,200, maybe 3,250, something like yeah. that, right? Yeah. And he had 700-plus rushing yards. Yeah. So, the person asked me today, uh, Chris, do you think Daniel will have more passing and more rushing or less passing, less rushing. Well, how do you think it's going to work out? So my answer was this. Can I give you mine first? You... I didn't listen. Okay. Oh, yeah, again. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you what I say. Yeah. I'll say he's going to have 3,800 yards passing, maybe 39. And he's going to have between five and 600 rushing. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I said 36. 
I said he's going to have all the, the idea was more or less. So I said he'll have more to pass. And I said, yep. I said I'm looking at 35 to 36. That's yep. my answer. And I said I think I'll have less rushing for 500 plus. Yeah, there you go. Five, that's what I said. And to me, that's so. more successful. They're going to be a more successful offense if he does right. that. Right, right, right. Yep. So, interesting that you said that. I wanted to ask you that because I thought that was a pretty interesting question today to me when when, when the person asked you about how, what do you think he's going to do number-wise, you know, yeah. as far as that. So, um, that's what you want, right? I mean, yeah, you want like to see that 36 to 3,800-yard range for Daniel, right. you know? He's got the weapons to do it, dude. Yeah. He's got the weapons to do it right you know uh you know this darren waller <laughs> i love when you talk i love when you give the darren I mean, waller story so i was on today with amber that's i'm not even going to try yeah, to pronounce his yeah. name but she used to cover the raiders yeah very well known nfl mm-hmm. and Fabiana, uh, media right? personality she's she's excellent amber right yeah. um and she used to cover the raiders and we were talking about darren waller mm. you know and and i said to her i said amber i gotta be honest with you um you know I know he's big. We all know what he could do. I said, but when I stood next to him last week, he's like a legit 6'6". I mean, he, she goes, Chris, isn't that amazing? She goes, she goes, I, the first time I ever covered him, she goes, I thought the same thing. Like, this guy is huge. <laughs> and I could not believe the way he could run and jump. Yeah. So I said, and I was talking about this last week in a podcast. We'll talk a little bit. About, I said the same thing. I said, Amber, I could not, I cannot believe the athleticism and the size of this dude. Yeah. And she said the same thing. This is for the Giant fans, everybody listening. Jerry knows this, you know, and all that. She goes to cover the Raiders, Amber. Um, and she said the same thing. If, if this guy is healthy for you guys, it's he's an unbelievable weapon. He's going to open up so much for everybody else. So happy. So, folks, um, Darren's in a good place of mind. Um, he wants to be here. He is an absolute weapon. Let's just hope he stays healthy mm. uh, because what he could do for Daniel in this offense is is going to be off the charts. You know, um, because you know nobody has seen him yet. Until you, so the average, you know, obviously the fans are not going to see him to the first preseason game, or if you go to a, a training camp practice, yeah. right, mm-hmm. Jerry? Yeah. Um, so I'm just telling everybody, if you go to training camp practice or when you start watching him on TV, you're in for a treat with this dude up close, I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, and he's going to open up so much, bro. He's going to open up. You just got to keep him healthy, you know, because uh, we haven't seen this, Jerry, in this offense. We haven't seen a tight end like this, dude. Yeah, someone, oh, said, someone texted me after. It was a friend of mine and said, um, uh, he goes back to Shockey. Since it's that. I said, that was a good one. I didn't even think of that. Sure. Because yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I, it was funny, like. That's probably the the most athletic, right? Since Waller, or, or Waller, yeah, yes, yeah, before Waller. Yep. So I mean, that's you know, and and now when you have offensive minds like Dable and Kafka, and the way they're going to draw up schemes to use them, yeah. <laughs> um, hey, this is why we talked about Evan Neal taking that next step. We need those guys up front, bro. <laughs> we need those guys up front. So he's going to open up so much, uh, and the way you're talking about him, it's really exciting. Um, and I look, I'm fine with a with a tight end being that weapon. You know, it doesn't have to be a wide receiver. Look at look at the Chiefs, man. Look at Kelsey. My God, he opens up everything for them, and this is going to make everyone else better. So, yeah, that's uh, at, that's phenomenal. Look at George Kittle, right? Seems right. Yeah. Guy, right? Another guy. Yeah. Sure. Hey um, guys, you know what? Listen. Waller might not be Kelsey. I think Kelsey's the best in the game. But Waller's in that group right. when he's healthy. Right. He's in that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. And you know what so. else, Chris? The other aspect of this is I'm just glad that our tight ends get this. I'm sorry. That our linebackers have to cover him in practice every day. <laughs> like, I, seriously. Like, I love that. It's going to make them iron better. Sharp iron sharpens iron. Iron right. sharpens iron. Right. I mean, oh, my God. We, we've been getting beaten by tight ends forever. And now, okay, maybe we're going to get beaten in practice, but it's going to make them better. If You know, he's Absolutely. so fast and Absolutely. tall. Forget it. Absolutely. So Dallas Goddard won't look like that much when you have to cover Darren Waller in practice. So. Absolutely. Iron sharpens iron, bro. We talk about it all the time. Oh, my God. Competition. By right? the way, iron sharpening iron. What the hell? You said this, but when you see the picture, Dan Bellinger? the hell the hell happened to his arms they blew up i told you i know but when you see it it's like oh my god yeah he is tremendous tremendous jeez yeah yep looks like he can run through everybody he's gonna be dude he's built like he's like picking up a vowel man he's he's tremendous yeah incredible yeah he obviously i think you know if people don't know what i'm 
what Jerry's talking about, go on Twitter or hit up Daniel Bellinger and Google, and you will see the size of this guy's arms, huh. how, how much bigger he is this year. Arm day was every day this offseason, apparently. I guess so, dude. Holy you know, so. cow. Yeah. Good for him. I've never been so excited about, about our tight ends. <laughs> Starting <laughs> in bat one I shouldn't say tight ends. Again, Waller's going to be everywhere. There's going to be a lot of times those two are on the field together. So, um, more, so, dude, OTAs, more OTAs. What do you got? Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, look, we'll be there Thursday. Yeah. Um, Deontay Banks looking pretty good, running around with the ones a little bit. Yeah. My boy Javarius Owens with another pass defense today mm. on the sideline. Waller's making plays. Jalen Hyatt's making – oh, we'll get it to Hyatt. Not yeah, right, right. That. Hyatt's making some plays. Darius and Jones have been on the same page the whole OTAs. Um, you know, the offense looking good, seven-on-sevens, little red zone drills, you know, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. So, um, Bobby O'Curry came making some plays. Um, so, look, it's you know, I know it's just seven-on-sevens and all that and red zone drills, but um, you you got to love the way Daniel looks. I'll see more Thursday. And then next week's the mandatory minicamp, which the whole team is there, 11-on-11s, the whole deal. You get a real feel what the coaches are thinking. It's going to be really interesting. You know, a little competitive. You know, a little competitive those 11-on-11s, you know. Yeah, right. Um, but let's talk about two guys I want to talk about, Jerry, two rookies. Yeah. Okay. Before we get into high, let's talk about Deontay Banks. Yeah, okay. Call Banks, that other tomato banks, I call him. Call Banks. Um, you know, he put something out about his technique and physicality. And mm. so Call said <clears throat> last night and yeah, I think he was with Papa, they were doing a segment and um and Call was like came right out and said it. You, you know what? I haven't seen this since Mark Collins. Um and Jerry, for, the, for those of you who are too young, mm-hmm. Mark Collins is arguably one of the top cornerbacks to ever play for this franchise on a consistent basis. Absolutely. Yep. I, I mean, 100%. One of my favorites. Yep. Um, we had Mark on the Giant Insider. Just a great dude. Love him. Yep. Always go back and forth. Just a class act, but a physical dude. Right, Jerry? Yes. From day one. Yep. Belichick gave, gave from Jerry, day one. Gave Jerry Rice fits. Right. Good. Right. Jerry Rice says he's one of the toughest guys he ever faced was Mark yep. Collins, right? Um, yep. From day one, Belichick told Parcells, we got to get this dude on the field. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's got to play. Yep. So you look at Deontay Banks, and why I'm bringing this up is because you, the more Deontay gets <clears throat> accustomed to this defense, the more he's getting to learn Wink's system. Mm-hmm. Um, the more, like Carl Banks says, I see a lot of Mark Collins in this guy. And you know what? I went back to my notes, right, Jerry? My, my draft notes. And I, I, I write these little things on the side, and, and I put down physical. And then I look at I look at a little thing I write, right? Because I have a thousand different notes, like, you know, sloppy crap. But I only know only I know what the hell I'm looking right. at, right? Sure. So I put physical kit, good press man kit. And then I put a little 2-5. <laughs> so I'm looking, I'm like, oh, man, I totally forgot that I even wrote that no, down. I, 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 I little... think you even mentioned it on a podcast. Did I mention it? I'm pretty yeah. sure. I, I maybe I or in a tweet. I've seen it before. Right, you've yeah. got a better memory than me. I, I might have. For I put a little like, two, for stuff like that. Yes, I put a little two five. I put a little two five in my notes. Yeah, you know. So I said, you know what, Banksy put it out last night. He puts out this thing. I said, you know what, let me go back. I want to go look at a Deontay Banks. I want to get people pumped up about this kid because I see him in front of me. And there's a lot to like. Yeah. Okay, a lot to like. And the physicality, so I put something on Twitter last night, you know, coming up in a little flat wrap, boom, he, you know, boom, he sticks the kid, yeah. drops it to the ground. It reminded me of 2-5 a lot. Mark, Mark, Mark Collins is one physical dude just yes. to come up and put a hat on you. Yeah. He didn't care if you were a 280-pound back. Yeah. He would come up and put a hat on you, you know, and that's what you see from Banks. You know, I, I remember see. a clip so. in 93. <laughs> this is the stupid memory. I remember a clip in 93 where Collins was mic'd up, and he hit Herschel Walker at the line of scrimmage. Right. And Herschel Walker said, you okay, Mark? He goes, I'm okay. Are you okay? And yeah. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Of course he said that, you know? Yep. But Herschel yep. Walker was like a, a load yep. to bring down. Yeah, well, Herschel Walker was, man, he was a beast. But that himself. was the kind of corner that Collins was, yeah. Right. So you look at Banks, and I'm watching some more things, you know, and you see the physicality, man. The technique, like Banks, like Carl Banks was showing us, the technique, man, that we all talked about the draft, right? Even yeah. before and after, you know? Right. The technique, uh, um, man, just a lot to be excited about. Um he was with the ones. We'll see if he's with the ones. Look, he's going to be with the ones and twos, even in training camp. He's not going to be with the ones all the time. Trust yeah, me. Yeah. He'll be with the ones and twos. But, dude, he's going to be playing. He'll be lining up against Dallas that first game. Um, and I think this, you know, you look at him, you look at a Dory, and you have the potential to, to have, to have, excuse me, have two real good cover corners, dude. Which, of course, that's what Wink wants, right? Mm-hmm. When Wink wants to do his things, leave you out there on the island, play man. 
because uh, I'm going to send seven guys. You know what I mean? So, um, maybe just a lot to be excited. Maybe about just as importantly, Chris, who's in the slot right now? Dude, I don't know. It's it looks looks like it's going to be a competition between Donne and Flot. I got to be honest with you, dude. Uh, I think somebody even asked someone the question. I was scanning quick. Who's your surprise cut? I'm still going to go with Donnie. I got to be honest. Yeah, I'm hoping it's. I'm hoping you said Flot was in the slot. Uh, I think you know they're going back and forth right now, Jerry. Yeah. You know, they, they, everybody's flipping back and forth yeah. and all that. Um, you know, you, you also got guys like Nick McLeod. They come up in that slot too. Oh, by the way, you know? here he's looking good at safety, Nick McLeod. Yeah, I mean he's going to get a look at the safety spot. He's a Notre Dame kid, so you know he's bright. So he's brilliant. <laughs> you know, and, you know. So you know, you got the Dane Bell, and so it's going to be a lot of mixing. You know, matching who plays up in that slot, who. All that, you know, they'll figure that out. Yeah. Um, who I like to see, Jerry, I want to see Cordell Flott, to be honest with you. Yeah, me too. Him play inside, then outside. Yep. Banks come inside. Outside, you know, nothing, yes. nothing set, you know. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I think Donnay will be a surprise cut, but that, that'll be determined on the field. The only thing about Banks is we got to get that 36 off of him, give him something else. That's an ugly, ugly, ugly corner number. I'm predicting he's going to have 25 by the end of training camp. That's my prediction. Oh, so. You know, Mark Collins too, huh? <laughs> hey, well, I, I think, you know, Radarius Williams is going to be tough for him. And I think that someone, mm-hmm. another Banks, will talk him into 25. Yeah, I don't think Radarius is going to be on Right, so I think, I think he'll, there'll be other options besides 30. Hey, there'll be options. we got to get Adrian White off of him, right? Like 36 right. is not a corner right, right. number. Forget it. Right, right, right. So, right. Sean Williams. <laughs> yes, there'll be options, though, in the final cuts. So no question right. about it. Right. Um, so the other kid, Jerry, let's talk about, um, you know, I was asked about this today, too. So, you know, what about this route running? Jalen, hi. And I'm like this. I was on, you know, on the radio today. I said, can we we please stop, stop with the label of these kids coming out of college and they can't run certain routes. It's a limited route tree and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, I've been watching Jalen Hyatt run routes. Okay. I've been watching him run those quick slants, those dig routes, those sevens. Um, Obviously, he's very good in the verticals. That's his, you know, he's a speed... I tell you what, dude, I'm looking at his routes, and I like the way he's running his routes. I, like I said this afternoon, like, listen, so, some kids in college only ask to do certain Thank things. Thank you. Thank okay? you. I mean, come on. What's he supposed to do? On Is he supposed to run those routes on his own in college? <laughs> so, you know, he had a three or four routes, whatever. You know, I don't see a problem with it. Let the kid learn. I know he's labeled already. Oh, and you could tell the noise the hell out of him. But you can tell he's labeled already. Oh, he's only he's a limited route tree. Oh, you know, my I, God. I, stop. This is the NFL now, okay? You know, he's not... Uh, Ronaldo, remember Ronaldo Nehemiah back in the day, Jerry? Yes. Yeah. He came from track and field, and he went to the 49ers, the Raiders, whatever the hell it was. Well, James Jett, too. Yeah. But I think he... From, from track and field, he went to the... Was it the Niners or Raiders? One of the two. Um, I think it was the Niners. I think it was the Niners, right? And he just used to run those verticals. Well, that was James Jett for the Raiders. It was just go deep. What, 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 right. You know, what so, else was he going to do? Right. So, but folks, you got to see more out of Jalen Hyatt. I, well, I, I mean, can tell yeah, you that. I mean, I'll, I'll read the, the, the quote was, uh, an NFL executive said he was squirrely and naive. What's squirrely mean by uh, that? Squirrely can mean so many things. Naive, okay. He's 21 coming out of college. What the hell do you want him to be? They're all naive. And then it was, Absolutely. they also suggested he's arrogant. <gasps> no, not as a receiver. Oh, no. Like, come on, guys. He looked arrogant when he was drafted, right? With his parents. Oh, yeah, he looks so arrogant. Come on. Can, like I mean, you said, can you let him line up and play first? Right. That's the one I jumped on to Twitter. Yes, I do remember that. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, could we let the... Uh, uh, look, Brian Dable, Shane, they interviewed this kid hard. Yeah. I, I didn't hear... What, I hear a lot of stuff. But guys, when Dable interviews and Shane, they, they talk to these kids. And some other people talk to me like, you know, I didn't hear one thing. Not one that I hear. Well, you know, he's just maybe just a little too cocky with the Giants to work on. I didn't hear any of that. Right. Uh, but, you know, you got these things about arrogance. And, you know, people are just so quick to lay. Let the kid play. All right. Can we let the kid play first before he's he, he's not a pro. He's not. He's arrogant. He can't run this route. He can't run. Can we let the kid play first? I, I love that. He's naive. Oh, okay. He's naive. Oh, what does that oh. mean? In, in what context, naive? I, I don't know. Was he, was he supposed to be a world traveler at 21? <laughs> I don't know. What the hell does that mean? Whatever. I don't know what that means. Oh, my God. And squirrely. Squirrely, I never heard. I don't I've know what the squirrely. hell that means. I, it just yeah. seems like he can substitute it for a lot. I don't know. I don't know. Squirrely, I think of, like, restless. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't Whatever. know. You got me, dude. I have no. I never heard that used like that. Uh, so, I don't know. So, 
Only squirrel he ever heard was a, was a squirrel. One in front of my truck. That's it. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what the hell squirrely is. Have to you know, break so. for squirrely. All right. According to Webster's, relating to or resembling a squirrel. So that's probably not what they meant. Uh, <laughs> restless. Oh, I said that. Restless. Boom. There you go. Restless, nervous, or unpredictable. Okay, great. Is that Stockton? Ed- that Stockton <laughs> education is, coming buddy. in handy again. The Harvard of South Jersey. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> so nice. So um, all right, good. Anyway, yeah. So that's that. Um, Get some OTAs, mini camp, mini camp, and then the dead period until training camp. Um, it'll be interesting. It, it's going to be interesting um, I, from what I'm hearing and what I've seen. And um, you know, they're pretty happy with this the way this draft classes, the way they take it to the <clears throat> studying in the classes, the way they receive, the way they're catching on, Jerry. Yeah. You know, look, this is tough for these kids, man. They sure. come to the NFL. It's a different world. It's a different animal, bro. Yep. You know, um, but somebody told me yesterday that. Wink and um, Mike Kafka, uh, very impressed with the IQ of these kids. Good. Football good. IQ. You know, nice. catching on to the playbook, uh, playbook quick. You good. Know? Uh, so that's all I could tell you. You know, I, I, you know I'm not going to make up anything and say, oh, yeah, these kids look, you know, you know these kids are unbelievable. These kids, th-, you know, no, I'm just telling you what I hear, what I see. So good stuff. Um, we'll see. All right, guys, take another break and be back with your questions. Uh, hang on one second. And we're back. Folks, you listen to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris, Nobody Beats the Biz, Bizignano, and Jerry Foley. Um, anything else you want to add before questions? Can I, can I ask about Saquon? There's no update right there. Nothing? Is it, no update on what's Saquon. Your, what's your feeling there? Is it, as time goes on, is it getting um, worse for you? <laughs> fu- listen, the feeling is somebody told me the other day, obviously, yeah, right, after the last podcast, somebody told me that. They feel it's still going to get done, Jerry. Oh, okay. But. It's going to be painful. <laughs> um. This agent of his, dude. Okay. Mm. Let's just put it. Let's just put it this way. Joe Shane wishes he had another agent. <laughs> wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. But they'll they'll keep hammering away, dude. They'll, they'll try to get it done. They they still feel they could get it done. Mm. Um. But we'll see. All right. Uh, we'll see. Um. Me personally, Jerry. Mm. Um, I wish Saquon would have launched his agent. I really do. Yeah. Um, but Saquon really likes it, from what I understand, and he wants to, you know, represents him, and they'll work it out. But uh, let's put it like if Saquon announced tomorrow, I am firing my agent. I got a new one. It's going to be Jerry Foley from oh, Robbinsville, New Jersey. Get screwed. <laughs> I think Joe Shane would throw a party. Joe, Joe Shane should throw a party. I'm like, Saquon, come on, $8 million. You're good with $8 million, right? You need to think of the Giants here, Saquon. <laughs> you got money in the bank. What the hell, buddy? What are you doing? So, so uh, <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how that works out. But, uh, you know, obviously, unless there's a sudden turn of event, Jerry, events, um, he's not going to be at minicamp next week. And then now we go into July, and we go up to the, that date, the deadline, and then we'll see what happens, you know? We'll see yeah. what happens. Cool. All right, man. We'll start off with one of the best Twitter accounts there is. Big Blue VCR chimes in. What's up, buddy? <clears throat> he starts off with, do you see a role for Matt Pert as a swing tackle on the roster this year? Or with the need for more interior linemen, could you see a William Roberts-type move to kick him inside the guard to see if he could compete there? Good question. That's a great question. We'll find that out in training camp. I think I think at first he will compete for that swing tackle. Yeah. You know, with Tyree Phillips. And, you know, um, But it will be interesting to see if they do move him inside. We'll find that out in training camp for sure. Yeah. Um, funny, Fisk Vegas chimes in. We just talked about Hyatt, but he said, "Do you think the anonymous executive was from the Cowboys?" Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So the guy. I think the Cowboy coach was the one that was a little tough on him on the sideline or something. He yeah, made a comment yeah. to him, and well, he's talking about his he's talking his, about his route tree, or right? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, you could, right. And you see the way Hyatt looked at him. He's like, "What do you mean, coach? <laughs> you know, you could tell, you know." Yeah. So, um, let's see. Which makes you think, right, Jerry? Yeah. It makes you think if it was somebody from Dallas because you looked at that that exchange, right, between Hyatt and that coach. I forget who the coach was. Yeah. And he, you could tell Hyatt was getting a little tested. Like, what do you mean, coach? Like, you, I guess I could see them coming across. Like, oh, this He's squirrely. <laughs> He's squirrely. Right. This kid's squirrely. Right. You know? Right. I, I could see that, you know, so. Right. Um, NY football gents fan. It's not spelled like that. That's why I'm struggling. NY football gents fan. Besides quarterback, can you rank position groups for the 2023 Giants that you consider thinnest and which players we can least afford to lose? For me, it's center, corner, then edge, yeah. which have the fewest proven players. Thanks. And then he ends with, 
Little drops of rain, whisper of the pain. Nice. Little Led Zeppelin. What the hell is that? It's uh, the it's uh, the rain song. Oh, oh, I wasn't even thinking that. Okay, okay. I thought it was some football. <laughs> it's funny, okay. guys. You want your question asked? Drop in Led Zeppelin quotes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you know, offensive line too. Still, you know, I wouldn't want to see a big injury up front either. You know? Yeah. Not much depth there, man. I'm not. I'm not too confident in the depth of this offensive line. So. Yeah, I think inside linebacker is uh, extremely thin. Um, uh, Bobby Okereke, and then just <laughs> good luck. Mm. I, again, maybe Darian Beavers is, is going to come back to what he looked like last year. But, yeah, I think it's pretty thin. Um, Michelle Collins asked kind of the same question. Best pod out there. Thanks, Michelle. Okay, James Patrick Hickey. A-Rob and Colin Johnson are both coming off injuries. Who is more likely to have a bigger impact on the team this year? Good question. I'm going to go with Colin Johnson. I agree. I'm with you on that. Absolutely. Yeah, because, I mean – Aaron Robinson, it's what can you depend on there? Colin Johnson has at least flashed. Aaron Robinson never really flashed yet. Even when he played, he's yep. he was okay. But um, Edickson Gonzalez Jr. got tickets for the Sunday opener against the Cowboys in September. Was wondering if you had tips for tailgating a night game, and if you have any tailgating memories you'd like to share. Love the pod as always. Go Giants. Um, tips contact Giants Carb Crush. He's on Twitter. Um, he knows everywhere to go. There's a ton of parties. You can just pay 40 bucks and all you can eat, all you can drink, and it's the best time. Oh, as, as far as tailgate memories, oh, I was a maniac, dude. I was a complete. I mean, I, I did stuff that, thank God, there were no cell phones because I'd be, I, I'd be done. I mean, just burning jerseys and opposing teams. I was a freak. I was a nutbag, as you would say, Chris, <laughs> back in the day tailgating. I would, I'd get opposing jerseys and burn them in effigy, run through the parking lot like an idiot. I, I you know. Thank God there's no smartphones back then. So, <laughs> my God. Um, let's see, what else? My biggest concern is oh, uh, from Robin's Exum. Haven't heard from you for a while. Uh, my biggest concern is the O-line and the solution at left guard on the roster. Do you think the Giants pursued Dalton Risner, Chris? I think they would have by now. Yeah. Yep. His name popped in my head a few times. Uh, curious whether or not. I don't think they will now. From MPGman2275, is Wheaton taking any punts and kick returns in practice, Chris? Uh, no, I haven't seen him take any punt returns, no. Okay. I think I put out the list last week. No, no I don't remember him being on that list, no. Uh, Mecca of NYG, great job on the pods as usual, guys. Biz, I got a jolt of nostalgia when, they did, when you did that video of Tay Banks. Are we going to get more Big Tuesdays this year? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. People like those. Yeah. And they like the boom. Boom! I heard, I watched that today. It was good stuff. <laughs> uh, it gets them excited. Um, let's see. Any, uh, the, uh, from Ryan Cartier, did the players have, have the players said anything about the new turf, Chris? No, um, they haven't been on a new yeah. turf. Yeah, I didn't know if they tried. I didn't know if, like, they gave it a walkthrough, if they said anything. Well, I, I don't know. know if they did, Jerry. I can't give an answer, but no, it hasn't, you know. And we're not in a locker room with them yet either so, to have conversations like that, so. Yeah. Too yeah. early for that. Um, Robert, yeah, I don't want to get into surprise cuts yet. I don't want to give these guys a chance. People ask. People keep asking about cuts. If you ask a cut yeah. question for now, guys, it's, I just can't ask it because we haven't even seen anyone. Yeah, I, I ask can't it in do August. that yet. Ask yeah. in August in training camp. We just want to give yeah. these guys a chance, but it's a, it's a, thanks for the question, but I want to because, see them first. Because in training camp, you know, I, I can see the way they line up, you know, what they were twos do. I can see which way it's going for certain guys, you know. So ask, anybody interested in that, stop. Like Jerry just said, it's not fair, you know. Let, let's look, ask that in August. Anthony Verdicchio, would you guys ever consider hosting a Giant Insider tailgate party? Would be cool to get the followers at a tailgate for some beers. Hey, listen, I'm up for it. Um, I know Chris has to kind of get in there early, but mm -hmm. uh, I'd be totally up for it, guys. And if there's more interest in it, I will get it done this year. I will make it happen. But, you know, it can't just be Anthony Verdicchio, me, Joey Z, and uh, Car Giants Carb Crush hanging out together. <laughs> Not that I, you know, their company's fine, but it's got to be a little more than that. And I know Tom would show up as well. Um... Oh, Tom's, Tom's a season ticket holder? I, no, he came to one before, Tom Lapp. Is he a season ticket holder? I think he is. I think so. Oh, he is. Okay. I think so. 
And Tom, I'm, I'm Tom. I'm happy to see your daughter, man. I'm happy yeah. to see your daughter doing so well, man. Absolutely. She's got more balls than me. I'll tell you that, man. Yeah, I wouldn't be on a horse again. Literally getting back up on the horse. <laughs> My God. Uh, I always found it amazing. Two things, Jerry. Yeah. People that love horseback riding, how when they fall off a horse, or if they fall off a horse, they get they have no qualms with getting back on a horse again. Mm. Me, I would be like, that's it, I'm done. You know? Yes. And know what's always been amazing to me, Jerry? Mm. People that have been bitten by sharks. And go back surfing. That have no qualms about going back in the water you gotta, again. You gotta be crazy. Right? Crazy. Amazing to me. Never. Never, never, never. Amazing, amazing how people are like, no, I'm going back in. I'm surfing again. You're not like, wow, incredible. Um, Joe Dell Beckham Jr. asked, will, will oh, Le- Dell's exit? <laughs> Joe Dell. Oh. Will Leo, Gi- will Leo Williams be a giant next year, Chris? I don't believe he will, though. No. Okay. Um, no question. Just thanks for being a great co- podcast, guys. Thank you, Branson. Appreciate that. Uh, here we go. Cody Dunbar. Do you believe the Giants will finally put a stop to their division rivals by winning a majority of the division games this year? <laughs> uh, we'll see. I think they're going to split with both, at least. I'm saying it. Philly and Dallas this year. I think the time of dominance over the Giants will be over if the Giants are healthy going into those games. How about right. that? So. I like that. Um, here we go. Good question. Eddie Lee. I just think of Getty Lee. Fellas, <laughs> I remember last year seeing the pictures of Aziz all bucked up, but ultimately wasn't able to stay on the field. Yes, we just spoke about it. I see Bellinger this year and worry the same. Does the training staff recommend a training routine and focus on lower body too? Thanks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, look. They focus, they focus on everything, brother. Yeah, I mean, it's just tough. I, these, when these guys bulk up, that naturally happens. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, and you bulk up so quickly, too. That's the thing. Like, it's like, yeah. it's a metamorphosis in a matter of months. Sort like, of like Bellinger, bro. I mean, right, that's what I mean. Like, he's huge. God. <laughs> um, Chris from Kyle Cass. We got to play Heron Glenn one time. Hashtag buffoon crew. Who's that? Kyle, Who's that Kyle Cass. Oh, I think he has reached out before. I think he lives not far from me. Okay. Yeah, Kyle, we got to make that happen, brother. Someone asking, Paulie asking about Barkley. Um, Chris kind of answered that already. Lisa, hey, guys, been out, out lately with mom in the hospital. I need a good listen. You got it, Lisa. Prayers to your mom. Not sure what's going on, um, but I know you've had, she's been in and out, so prayers to yep. you, hon. Yep, yep. Uh, Tom actually thanking you, Chris, for the, uh, the kind words on his daughter, so good stuff. Um, let's see. Where go? What? Tom Lapp asking, actually thanking him the question about um, – Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was like, we didn't drop this yet. How the hell are you doing? No, no, no. Thanks for thoughts and prayers concerning my daughter. Oh, so good stuff. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, we're live. Oh, I didn't tell oh. you, Chris, we're live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surprise. We got to think about doing this live and having people jump in, man. I know. I think people really like that. Yeah, people do like it. Well, maybe we'll do that next week. We'll do two more. Um, oh, here we go. Good one. Rob Ford. If both players are healthy for all 17 games, hmm. who gets more sacks, Aziz or Thibodeau? Hashtag UK buffoon crew. I'll go I think first. we're both. I think we're both could be on the same page with that I one. I do too. Aziz, Aziz right? Yeah, Aziz. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think he's more natural of a pass rusher. I think Thibodeau can be a great, great player, but I think Aziz is a more natural pass rusher. Um, another Jan- Daniel Jones question you kind of asked, uh, or that that you've already talked about. I mean. Um, Old school Giants, do you see the team making any more free agent additions before training camp starts? Hashtag buffoon crew. Let's say this, Chris. If there are no injuries going into training camp, do you see them adding anyone? Maybe one veteran or something, Jerry. But no, I don't. I don't, I don't maybe one guy like that, but I really don't see it. Yeah, and it's not going to be like DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> no. Um, all right, you know uh, what? Let's go. Booker Daniels chiming in for the first time in a while. Edge seems to be a somewhat sneaky thin position in terms of depth. Like you said, do you think they add anything there? Or are they counting on better play at cornerback slash defensive back to balance that pressure? Good question, Booker. Hey, look, you know, I'm going to say this. You know, a lot of times, you know, corners in this league, they struggle, right, Jerry? They struggle. Yes. It's not easy. Yep. But, you know, the Giants feel they got a guy that could go out there and cover guys one-on-one. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, I'm not going to compare anybody yet, but the Jets felt that last year. They go, they go out and they draft Sauce Gardner. Yep. 
and he makes the all pro team. He was one of the best corners in football last year. I remember saying that halfway through the season. I, t- I put it on Twitter, and I was like, forget about rookie team. This guy's the he's, he's playing like the best corner in football. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh, what are you talking about? A couple people are like, oh, Chris, he's a rookie. Well, guess what? He's first team all pro, right? Right. Now, I look at Deontay Banks, you know, and you say, well, the Giants believe this guy could cover man press. Right. You know, so that's going to be big, man. I'm not going to put it past Deontay Banks to have a really solid cover season, man. Right. You know, be physical in that run game, man, because he's a rookie. Yep. You know? It's a hard, um, hard transition usually, too. It's it's very hard. And I'm not saying it's not going to be hard for Tay, but all I'm saying is that I'm count. You know, dude, they're counting on him. They're looking at him saying, okay, we're going to put him out the opposite of Dory. Right. Of course, they're always going to give the media and they're always going to give, they're always going to give that answer. Oh, he's got to earn it. You know, this and that. But they're looking at him like... They're looking at him, Jerry, like, okay, well, the Jets got that guy last year. Not comparing, but, hey, we feel we got our guy this year. Put yeah. him out there. Yeah. Put him out there. He'll feel, he'll be fine, yep. you know? Yeah. Let him let him show the team he's not going to be fine, but they're going to put him out there, dude. You think that's so. the um, you think that's the hardest position from to, to the transition to make from college to the pros corner? No, I'm going to go with quarterback. Well, okay, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Besides quarterback, do you think corner is? Um, Besides court, uh, quarterback, yes, I'm going to go with corner. Yeah. Yes, yeah. corner. Yeah. I agree. The the easiest is probably running back. Yeah. From a yeah. from a game standpoint, not a longevity, because by week eight, ten, rookie mm. running backs a lot of times slow down because mm-hmm. they gotta play seventeen games. But um, from a transition, you know, pro game, I think running yeah, back. Yeah, it's really tough, Jerry, to be yeah. a corner. Yeah. Really tough. Let's go one more, Joey Z. That's a good question. Last one. Going into his second year as head coach, in your opinion, what aspects of Dable's coaching will improve the most? What aspect will improve the most? Mm. Will he? Will he? Will he? Will he not be as fiery? Like not that that I no, like. No, I like. I, think, I like the fiery to be yeah, honest. Yeah, no, with I think you. that's him. You're okay, not going to see that change. All right, good. Um, man, that's a tough question. That's a good question, Joey. What aspect will improve the most? You know what? Maybe a little more consistency in fourth down attempts, as far as. There was a few times last year where like, well, you're punting here, but this game you went for it, you know? Right. Maybe that. Maybe that. And that's always a game-by-game decision, you know? They uh, Maybe a little more consistent because there was a few times. I remember Dave said last year, yeah, I think I should have went for that. Remember? I, yeah. I could have went. I remember that last yeah. year. I forget the games. I don't remember these games now last year. But I remember there was a few times he kind of like, you could sense that he kind of like, ah, I should have went for it there. Yeah. Instead of, you know what I mean? Yep. So maybe that, Joey. Uh, maybe, maybe tries to level out a little bit as co- for, to be a little more consistent on his thinking along those lines. But it's always going to be a game by game, series by series, judgment calls too, man. So I can't. You think anything, Jerry? I I I, I loved everything he did last year. <laughs> he, he didn't screw up time management, right? <laughs> right. Clock management was great. Uh, play calling, I thought I agreed with, especially with the offense he had. Uh, uh, timeout usage. We really didn't criticize, no, right? Oh, really, well, why did you take a time out there? Right? There, was, really, there was one game. Maybe where, one or two. One yeah, game where one. it was questionable before half, and I thought, yes. what's, what's he yes. doing? Yeah, I but do it remember that now. It wasn't like Pat Shermer timeout usage or, yeah, you know, where you're like, what the hell? Can please get a consultant to help you? Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and plus the, just the job he did last year is like A-plus for the year, especially with that roster. So Yeah. Yeah, maybe those few things, Joey, you know? Yeah. Make a fine-tune those few, but that's about it, in my opinion. Yeah. He's not going to change who he is, so, right? Oh, no, he's going to be fiery, dude. He's not going to yeah. change who he is. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, he's going to be who he is. He's like, going to be who he is. I mean, I know yeah. the Giants put out clips that are obviously always positive, but the clip of him running out to the field with Daniel Jones, I mean, you say it all the time, but he looks like he just loves him. Loves Daniel. Right? Like, he's like, this is my boy. We are going to ride or die together, and that's it. Parcells to Sims. That's uh, Eli and Coughlin. Jones and Dable. That's it. And look, Jerry, I'll tell this story quickly again. Yeah. If, if people didn't hear it, um, there was a game last year. I thought Daniel really put the team on the show. So I grabbed, this is what people didn't hear. I just want to reiterate, 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 reiterate what Jerry just said about loving Daniel, you know. I was just meeting Dave's in the locker room, and I said to him, you know, about, hey, Dave's, you know, Daniel, man, you know, and he looked at me like, he's been doing this for all year, Chris. Like, he looked at me like, what are you, an idiot? <laughs> you know, like, he gave me that look. I was like, no. Oh. I was like, no, no, I, I get it, Dave's. You know, I was just like, you know, he's just, uh, but you could just see as the year progressed, Jerry, Yeah. how 
he fell and he fell more and more in love with Daniel. Yeah, you know? Good. And it was I remember times last year talking on a podcast or Twitter or whatever and he just proved himself so much to Dave's. And you know, Dave's really you know, look, he doesn't get that contract without an endorsement from Dave's, bro. Sure. Absolutely. You're not getting right. that contract without Dable saying, Yeah, no, he's our guy. Yep. Absolutely. You can agree with it, disagree with it. You know, so uh, you know, there's no way. Because Dable is the man. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. He's the man, Dable. Yeah. And he's not, you know, he's not gonna be like, well, I don't know, Joe. And Joe's gonna be like, nah, I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him, you know, two hundred and something million dollars. Dave's I'm overriding you on this one. No, that's not the way these two work, bro. Yeah. You know? Right. So good stuff. All right, dude. Um, we'll uh, we'll come back to you guys early next week again. And uh, Chris, what's the schedule for the, this next week? Next week it's uh, um, Tuesday and Wednesday for the mandatory mini camp. Okay, cool. All right. So you know what? So, you know, maybe we'll go later in the week. Maybe we'll go later in the week. Yeah. We'll talk. Uh, everybody wants going to want to know about the mandatory. Yeah, mini let's camp. do that. All right, cool. Maybe like a Wednesday night deal, bro. All right, good. All right. So, yeah, a little eight days from now, guys. I tell you uh, what. We'll come back. Jerry, maybe we'll, we'll do Wednesday night deal. We'll talk about the mini camp, and we got people calling if you want. Yeah. Live. I, I know a lot of people are going to be wondering, you know, about this mini camp because mm-hmm. the whole team has to be there. Who's yeah. lined up where? Who's looking good? Right. Because they, they ramp it up a little bit, Jerry. A little bit. A little bit for mandatory mini camp. Yeah, right. You know, so. Cool. Um, I think it'll be pretty interesting. So, maybe we'll do that next Wednesday night. We'll do that. Good <clears throat> idea. All right, guys. Good stuff, Chris. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys. Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. All right. Talk soon.